In spring of 2022, my courses Slayer Dragons and Guardians of Manifestation and Truth are back. Join me if you're currently working with me or if you'd like to get started working with me one-on-one, get in touch and we'll take this 10-week journey together. This course has extensive materials, audio recordings, practices, and journaling exercises, as well as a group experience where we come together on a conference call. And these calls are recorded. So if you're in a part of the world where you can't quite make the live call, right after the call, you'll receive the recording. And I hope you can join me for this amazing, transformative experience of working with personal archetypes, working with your soma, and exploring the whole world of archetypal somatics and the symbolic world and how we can use these patterns and tools to transform every aspect of our lives. Hi, I'm Melissa Meter, and this is the Synchrosoma Podcast. Remember to subscribe. Find me at Instagram at Synchrosoma. My email is synchrosoma at gmail.com and on the web, synchrosoma.com. I think I've already said this probably a couple times that these episodes are pre-recorded. So occasionally the the data I'm sharing might seem a little outdated for the current time. Uh, so I apologize if it seems like I'm talking about collective subjects that are, um, you know, last month's news. However, it's, it's my personality or character to kind of not react to what's going on in the collective anyway. I tend to experience something that's a collective phenomena and take my time with it and absorb it and work with it and and really do the stalking work. And I and this is what I teach people to do is to stalk things before we take action, any kind of what I call right action or any action that we're going to take, we want to make sure we go inside first, do the inner work first. So it's probably fine that these episodes are maybe a little bit not current, but they're a little bit chewed on and um, and digested first by the collective energy. So the topic today is about stalking time, which, what a perfect subject for um, that introduction. I've been thinking a lot about this recently. There's, there's, we can come at this from different layers. There's the layer of aging and stalking time and death around aging and issues that come up around aging. There's also stalking time as a even an idea of something that exists. We're a little confused about what time is. It's it's not a thing. It's a phenomena. And time really is what we see 
on other things, for example, a slowly rusting piece of metal, that the, the evidence, the rust is the evidence that there, that something has passed. But in terms of an actual thing, time isn't a thing. It's a, it's a more of like, it leaves things in its wake and the results are shown in you know, sort of the destruction of something that was born or something that existed. That's, that's the real measure of time. So for our purposes today, one thing, one of the subjects, we'll see what we get to, that I, that I wanted to cover is about this denial of time. It comes up in the um, denial of death, the denial of mortality, the denial of decay and destruction. The destructive force is the same as the creative force. It's part of the cycle. We want to be in line with that. We want to be aligned with cycles and particularly the, the chi flow or the chi cycle or what I call the compost cycle. This is the decay and the destruction and it's part of the creation and the birth and the renewal. And I, in, because I'm a shadow stalker, I tend to talk more maybe about the compost cycle or about the decay than I maybe would about the, the upside. Um, you know, that, that it, not for any good reason, you know, the, the upside is just as important. It's just that I, I think as a culture, we tend to deny the, the downslide or the decay part of the cycle. And, and so I think particularly here in the West, particularly with the, the normalization of things like uh, trying to retain youth in like, even if it requires drastic medical measures, um, you know, the, the industry, the billions and billions of dollar industry on how to maintain some sort of youthful appearance, all of that seems well worth our, our time and engagement with this content. So I, I think that the, the, the issue here and the shadow here that we really want to get with is that it is a denial and a, a, kind of subtle form of self-hatred to be misaligned with the cycle, the compost cycle, the, the marching forward in that circle. And we want to be aligned with it and come out of the conditioning that the taste makers and the waste makers and the marketing systems and the, the industries and the, the billion dollar, um, money makers want us to, be in. We want freedom from that. We want sovereignty. We want to come out of the domesticated human, the enslavement to looking a certain way and being a certain way so that we can essentially make other people money. We can stalk this by, by, by catching our thinking and, and our reactions that aren't right action. We can catch our reactions to say how we look in the mirror or if what if we're tripping on weight or if we're tripping on wrinkles or if we're tripping on the real color of our hair or anything like that. We can stalk this by catching the thinking, what the thoughts are around 
this cycle or this slow or anything that's maybe more drastic, like medical issues, like when you, you know, when you go through menopause and you feel like, oh, that that part of your life is now you've transitioned to another part of life and the thinking around that. So if there's negative thinking around natural forms of the cycle, being in certain parts of the cycle, if there's negativity around that, it I'm not saying to not have grief or mourn. I'm not saying to celebrate every wrinkle you get. I'm saying if there's an abundance of negativity that is in alignment with the billion dollar industry that wants to enslave you to their conditioned reality, we want to stop doing that. We want to stock that. We want to come out of that. So that requires catching the thinking working with the content you know I do the the archetypal somatics that means we're working with it in body we have somatic work we're attending to it through soma we are doing inner work around it you know that this is the the game changer is that we're not just thinking you know or talking about it we're actually doing energetic real time in the now body-centric work with this data. It, it just isn't going to work to go and have a big party where we all go, yay, we're crones. It, it doesn't work that way. That's kind of like, what did they used to call it? Um, gilding, a, I don't know. Anyway, um, <laughs> instead of gilding something or putting false gold on it or pretending to be happy about something, we just do the inner work. We go for the shadow. We go for the underworld content. We we hold a lot of space. We get better and better at space holding for our pain, for the, the grief, for the loss. And this is really great practice for the great transition of leaving this body behind entirely and this personality and all these things and all of this material stuff. So we hold space for that and then we get aligned with, so the, the upshot here isn't just that we're supposed to settle or be like okay with things or even have some sort of false celebration about how happy we are that, you know, we, we are in pain now because we, we get up in the morning and we're achy. You know, that's not about that. It's about then starting to honor what you're really given with this transition. It is absolutely true that when you get to a later stage in life, you have more experience with life. You're wiser unless you're doing everything to remain immature, like, you know, staying addicted to substances and, um, you, I mean, using substances, alcohol, drugs, you're distracting yourself with materialism and just being on the scrolling thing. You're messing with your dopamine all the time with all sorts of other things. If you're, if you're remaining immature and you're doing it consciously, then you're going to miss out on the wisdom that you get from, from going through this cycle and, and moving further along on the path. So if we can get aligned with our real where we are in life now, 
then we are starting to be in alignment with the cycle of time. We're stalking the misalignment that happens in the mind, in the thinking, in the thoughts, by colluding with these, these, or, these organized systems of trying to keep us enslaved. So we're stalking it, and we're coming out of these false beliefs that we're supposed to be anything other than we are. I mean, that, that's the most glaring lie, is that if a company is telling you you're supposed to be something other than you are, like everybody should be 20 to 35 years old for the rest of their life. That's just nuts. Even when I say it like that, I just think, wow, that's really something that's actually happening in marketing. That's actually happening in influencer culture. That's actually happening is that there's a, and, and then, you know, the examples that you see in the public of people who are totally misaligned with making themselves look really strange with, with, you know, injections and all kinds of, of fillers. And, you know, that's a way to, to further condition our thinking to think that that's normal or that's okay. So, so stalking it by not only noticing that, noticing the thinking, seeing how, how you're being conditioned, but also giving yourself better models for what it means to be uh, a person, you know, and especially a person who is um, further along in terms of their experience and their wisdom on the path of life, like looking at people that are aligned with time, aligned with the the compost cycle, aligned with like do it like for example, here's a great example. So if you know people that are keeping up with an exercise routine that's something that a 20-year-old should do, and then they're taking growth hormone and they're doing all that kind of stuff, but they're actually in their 60s and they're starting to kind of wear down their joints because they're still running like they're, you know, 18, that's somebody misaligned with time. That's somebody creating stress. That's somebody actually... Uh, shortening their lifespan. In the Vedas, particularly Ayurveda, that's one of the Vedas, being misaligned with our physical reality, what feels good to body, for creating stress rather than taking stress away is a polarization with life itself. So, we, while we're alive, we want to be aligned with life. If we're doing things to be misaligned with, with our life, our life force, then we're anti-life. If we want to be positive toward life or pro-body, we want to be stalking the mind we want to be stalking the thoughts and the mind and the parts of self that are not aligned with our natural state, with our real time, with our now. Anything not aligned with now, which is really 
how we know we've been doing really good stocking is that we're in the now. Anything not aligned with now is is us being out of alignment with what's real. And this is the this is the real trick here is to be stalking the mind shadow created by the mind and be present in the now and be occupying our body. That means for the most part dropping out of the thoughts and into what we are actually experiencing in real time now through our body. Thank you for listening to the Synchrosoma podcast. I'm Melissa Meter, and you can find me here each week with another journey into the known, the unknown, and the worlds in between. If you'd like to get in touch and find out more about what I do, coaching and courses, contact me at synchrosoma at gmail.com, and you can find me on Instagram at synchrosoma. See you next time. Organically Grown on Podcast Farm.